Before we get started with today's podcast, we'd like to ask returning listeners to leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really enjoy it, share a link to this podcast with friends or family who would enjoy hearing our weekly discussions about basketball and basketball culture. Now, on to the show. Yeah, this is amazing. Michigan can keep this game to a 19-foot, 9-inch game. Inside that three-point line, it's all there. Welcome to the 19.9 Podcast. I am down here in the studio with my co-host, Josh Barnett. What's going on, Josh? What's up, sir? Not much, man. I am just uh, loving the studio environment. I'm looking around. I just pointed at one of the pictures. I'm sitting on the other side of the room, so I don't, I'm not usually over here. I was going to say that's been there forever. I know, but I don't sit on this side, so now I'm like it observing all the other It's th- dark over here on my side. There's so much. I know. You guys put me over on that side last There's week. There's no lights above we had, me. We had the video going last week, so I had to be on the dark side that's last right. week. That's right. Couldn't have you we breaking had, the camera. had to get Josh in the light. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. What are we talking about today? You picked it. You I tell did. me, Kentucky. So we're doing nineteen nine classic, and I had uh, you were supposed to pick one out for me. You did. You didn't. I, I can't hardly I, believe I, that. I picked one that that seemed like it should have been a classic. It was Villanova with Kerry Kittles against uh, North Carolina. Team. I know. I was excited and when on you sent paper, that link. On paper matchup, it's still fun to watch, but the game wasn't a classic, especially when we have haven't done ones like this one. We're going to talk about Kentucky versus Duke. 1992 East Regional Final, the shot. Terrible pick. Terrible pick. Amazing. At the Spectrum, you had had to have loved that, right? So I did hate the pick. I honestly hated the pick. You did? Yeah, when you sent it to me. All right, why? Because it's such an obvious play. Such a classic, though. But then I started watching it. Okay, good. I was going to, I was telling you this off air, I was going to not watch it. And come in here just to make you mad and, <laughs> and, so then, mad and then dog the game from start to finish the whole time. And then I was like, well, why? Well, that's just an asshole thing to do. Why would I do that? And so then I started watching it when I got to work today. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just you, uh, it kind of just grabs you. It, you, I mean, it's, you it is an incredible, it's an incredible game. basketball. <laughs> like I, I forget when I just feel like it's cliche to do that. That was my is. problem with it. It is. But here's the thing. Like we do so much talking about basketball, us included. And I listen to so many people talking about basketball that I swear sometimes I don't watch enough basketball. 100%. And when I set, I put my phone away, I watched this game and I'm like, wow, I love watching basketball. I tell people that all the time. So. <laughs> We started this company in 2012 based off of our love of, of college sports and then, you know, singled in on college basketball. Yeah. And you got so busy during the season that you didn't watch any of it. So, like, <laughs> you would come to yeah. school and be telling me about the IU game from the night before, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I was downstairs like, packing IU 96 who? Villanova <laughs> orders. And, you know, yeah, it, it's it's funny. Christian Watford who? We get to watch now, though. Yeah. So it's all good. That's right. On the, on the clock watching. I have bosses. Don't tell. Don't tell who. I have bosses now. Okay, not you anymore. (laughs) That's right. Oh my gosh. Were you? So were you a fan of basketball of at this time? Were you watching this game, or or uh, where were you at when it originally aired? What kind of question is that? Setting you up, man. 
A hundred percent. I was eleven years old. Yeah. Of course, I was watching the game. I you played before it. Right. So I was at my uh, godparents' house, Dan, Dana, and Stan Newingham, and we would always have IU parties. So they would rotate them. So my family would, my parents would have them. Love Claiborne's it. would have them. Yep. The Newinghams would have them. The Jessups would have them. We had this whole rotation. And so it was the Newinghams for the IU UCLA game, which I don't remember anything about, probably because I was outside playing basketball with my cousins, you <laughs> know, during sure, it. For sure, for sure. But I do, I do remember that Duke game the duke uk game and i remember sean wood's shot to put him up i don't remember the yeah. shot but i remember putting it up and everybody in the room was like holy shit duke's gonna lose and because Crazy, because right? iu was playing the winner yep so the winner was advancing to play iu in the final four which iu kentucky in the final four would have been pure madness yeah madness. um and so obviously nobody really liked duke that much no in my family, everybody hated Kentucky. Yeah. So, and it was all my family, you know, there. So, you know, we were pissed that Kentucky was about to win. And my dad was the only one saying, Duke is champions. They'll play like champions. They'll win the game. Wow. Even with three seconds left or whatever it was, when Sean Woods hits the shot, he was Calling like, the shot. Called it. And he wow. was like, I'm telling you right now, Duke is, they're the champions. They'll play like champions. They'll pull this out. Amazing. It was crazy. That and that's crazy. what I remember. That's the main thing I remember. That's and then awesome. I remember the following week, uh, Duke IU and IU absolutely oh, getting no. fucked by the refs in so that. Bad. So I want to go back and watch so, that game. But I made a vow. Remember on this yeah. thing, I made a vow. I'll never watch that I game. I was going to say, you said you wouldn't. Because I only remember, it. I remember how I want to remember it. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want to correct myself. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make us watch it. And you just, you can just come in here not watching it. The one thing about this game that I was happy that you picked is I said that we would go back and do all of the 92 regional finals. Yes. Because you get Penny. I've said this on the Fred's pod before, crazy, but though. you get Penny versus Van Axel yep. on one. You get the Fab Five versus Jim Jackson, Ohio State, Michigan, Ohio State, and the other. Those were the the next UC, day and games. Then UCLA, and then you get UCLA, IU, Duke, Kentucky, Ridiculous. four Blue Bloods. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy lineup, and it's one two one two, and then it's like four six, and then whatever. Ohio State probably was a one. Probably. A one or a two. And then the Fat Five, I think, was like a five. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, you know. It was legit. It was funny because when we were watching it, I had it on during lunch today. And uh, EJ down here, or maybe it was Seth, our intern, was saying, like, man, were there no upsets in this tournament? Because it was one, two, one, (laughs) two. Because they kept flashing the graphics or whatever. So, I was like, you know what? I I don't remember. But that is kind of chalk, you know. Yeah. So, what jumped out to you uh, re-watching this? I I got a few things. Well, then why don't you go? I, right. I just talked a whole bunch. I know. All right. So I think the the, the right at the beginning. So I, I didn't love the announcers, first of all. But Uncle Vern, man, just they just didn't bring like this game top to bottom from the and start a, of it. Need a Billy Packer. It had so much energy. Like they seemed like their but energy I level. I think Billy Packer was the IU UCLA game. Prob- if I, remember I mean, probably. Right. But and maybe they thought that would have been a better game because Kentucky's kind of an underdog in this. Yeah, one. but there were a two seed, and that that kind of jumped out at me. I, I was surprised too because they talk about them the entire time, but they're probably the, well, the they lowest were, two. They'd seed. come off of probation, right? And so those guys, the the Martinez of the world and the the Richie Farmers, those are the impelfree or the unforgettables yep. that stayed during the probation period. The only guys, and then that they stayed. added Mash Monster Burn. Mash and Patino. Patino added Monster Mash, yeah, right? Yeah, but for sure. it, but he got those guys to stay too, and and so that was uh, pretty. If if there's a cool 
uh, or if there's a thing that IU fan can appreciate about that Kentucky team, that's it. For know? sure. I mean, those guys were all like Kentucky guys, except Woods, who was prop 48. Yeah, bringing that back, bringing yeah. that ba- that background. He, he played lights out. He did, and he came 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 through in the clutch. But um, they describe uh, Leitner as a modest, normal guy. At one point, I'm like, what? I didn't even know. They, like they said that, and I'm like, that has to be the only time in the history of college basketball that anyone described Christian Leitner in that way. And he's none of the, he's none of those. Well, things. I think it's so in prep for this last night. I I I knew you'd be mad at me if I didn't watch, <laughs> but I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to go Sensing to a theme here. I wanted to take a different approach. So last night before bed, I watched rewatched the thirty for thirty. Oh, I hate okay. Christian Lakner or I still hate Lakner or whatever it is. Yep. Not a great thirty for thirty, but no. it, it's it's all right. Um Easy to easy to easy to say. Like it's one of those things sure. that you, you say it out loud, and you're like, Ooh, what's that? Sure. Uh so I thought it was very interesting that Lakner grew up bottom middle class, lower middle class. Yeah. Um, Hurley, his dad, even though famous as a high school sports, was still just a high school, high school basketball teacher, coach. basketball yeah. coach, right? <laughs> right. Um, and then, uh, like Brian Davis was on there, was like, dude, I was from the hood, like legit yeah. the hood, you know? And then there was all this, this talk about how prestigious and preppy these dudes were. And in reality, it was really just Grant Hill. And it's only because his dad was a professional athlete, you know? And so it's just funny looking back and thinking like what I thought as an 11 year old, what the narrative was as an 11 year old, but really what the reality was, it's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Like that team, it, what was weird is that in my mind, I being being an IU guy from Indiana, just hated both of these teams, like off the, off the jump, like late, I actually I'm like think, Duke, I, but it, listen, looking back at it now, like that was in the moment and looking, watching back at it, I like both the teams. Like I liked how they played. I like the like th- there was not as much to hate about any of the teams. Like the whole time, to- the whole time they played basketball the right way. They they played hard. They played defense. They're, they were taking good shots. They were well coached. I was like, this is awesome. Like, it, it was. I don't know why awesome, I didn't like yeah. any of these. It, guys. Like it's just so because specific. all the teams back then were well coached and played hard, and it was just a different era. Like yeah. you had to hate somebody, but when you look back at it now, compared to what the product you look at now, and the games changed so much uh-huh. that you look back and you watch some of these games, like. Bryvogel and I were in there watching it, and we both said at literally the exact same time, like, God damn, look how hard everybody's playing. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, these dudes were running all over the all court. over the court. It Grant, was wild. Grant Hill at one point gets the ball poked from behind and goes after it like it is the last. Like, it's that's going to decide the game. He dives full out like Dennis Rodman, takes out a guy's legs. I'm like, hold on. Jesus. So the thing that jumped out. Jesus Grant Hill, slow down, man. You're about to be one of the best players in the NBA. And correct me if I'm wrong because I, I, um, I was kind of going in and out of doing stuff down here too. But the thing that jumped out to me that I didn't realize that was as a sophomore, Grant Hill came off the bench. I know. What? I know. I know. I averaged 14 points a game, but. And is in the game on all the clutch points. It like, I, I was like, Watching the game, and I'm like, okay, these teams are pretty evenly matched. And I'm like, wait a second, where's Grant Hill? And then he comes off the bench. And I was kind of watching. I was hoping they'd show, like, Patino's reaction. But I I just wanted to know, like, the scouting report of, like, hey, guys, they're bringing their second, third best player off the bench. When he comes in, this is 
the guy we got a key on, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I, yeah. I wonder if it's just uh, an old school coach mentality where Grant Hill's a sophomore and he's got a bunch of seniors on that team, and he's just like, "Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna play you most of the game, but uh, you're you're coming off the it's such you're a different off the bench. It's such like a that was a college team. thing, right? Oh, for where sure. In like, the college stuff, um, that's when people stay. Starter. That's when people stay. Yeah. So you backlog talent, and experience is better than talent yeah. in some of those instances but not when you're grant hill right yeah well he ended up playing uh like 37 minutes so it's not <laughs> he doesn't come off the court yeah, much they, once he gets on i it. thought that duke team was deeper too and i mean really that they only went six six guys deep antonio lang played 20 minutes too but he was like hurt and so he didn't really you know really good college player yeah cherokee parks he didn't really play he didn't play much didn't but play turns out to be a really good college you get later player. but yeah but same thing with uh eric meek marty clark all those dudes on the bench they didn't play much it's the same thing with kentucky too i thought of that team like i think maybe i'm confusing them with the 96 team that i thought they were deeper but really they're like seven guys deep even travis ford who they got on the bench he did he played like seven minutes well yeah and so i didn't know that ford was a missouri transfer either i didn't know that either. i did not remember yeah. that at yeah. all but he seemed like a guy that would have could have got more minutes in this game it was just kind of odd that he wasn't out there more but to you know Dale Brown, uh, he played pretty good. I liked the uh, the comment that uh, that he's from that he's from LSU to or from Louisiana. So. That's funny. <laughs> they asked at one point that did did actual Dale Brown recruit, recruit Dale, Dale Brown? Brown? <laughs> yeah. I missed that part. I was thinking it the whole time. From a junior college, so that's that was funny. Pretty, pretty funny there. That is. Funny. So the other but thing, I think I, I think uh, that when you get in tight games like that, your nerves get the better of you, and you in in the flow of the game. You're just going with who you have on the court. Too. Riding those guys. You just you shorten that rotation, and I don't even know if it's a conscious thing that you're doing. Might not but be. But you just get in that heat of the moment, and you just lock in, and you try to win with the pieces that are directly in front of you. Yeah. I mean, you, you could you could be right. I wonder, too, one of the things that, I, that jumped out, why, why is it that you think that big games or games that end up being so awesome sometimes so often start out just kind of slow because it just it, it's they look tight people look tight at the beginning what what, what is the, it about but that? the buzz in the spectrum at the beginning jumped out to me big oh, yeah, time for sure there the crowd was, was ready buzz the crowd at, was from ready. the tip yeah. and, and then it, it dies off about uh three quarters of the way through the first half it kind of just is a mum or a lull there with the crowd where they're just kind of watching the action. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, when that ball was tipped off, I was like, golly. I mean, people were into it. So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Teams filling each other out. Plus, you're playing your second game in a matter of two days. They always too. compare it to boxing. Do you think there's something to that where it's like the beginning of a, like, title fight some guys will feel you know kind of do the rope-a-dope they won't they don't want to take that first big hit i don't know yeah probably i mean seeing what your shots are doing that day where your game's at what your guys are doing like you know measuring everything he's gonna step up yeah exactly yeah. and then once one shot goes or one thing happens and it's like okay <laughs> here we are we're ready we're in here all right i've got two i got two other things that jumped out to me one this one leitner stepping on uh this guy so he gets fouled and then for some reason Timberlake. yeah timberlake fouls him falls on the ground and then he just steps on his chest it was so stupid <laughs> I, don't, I don't i have i honestly like it wasn't so in his defense like it wasn't like to injure him it did i don't think 
because it didn't look like you know he really like it didn't hurt him at all. Yeah, they were like laughing about it. So that that make I don't know if that makes it weirder or or what, but it just was super weird to watch the replay of him like definitely like bounce his foot off off his chest and then not, nothing happens. I mean, nothing a, happens. Stupid dick move to do. I it mean, was. it's just like a it's it's a playground move. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's Christian Langner. I know. I mean, I don't hate him for it. That's the thing. Man. I don't hate him for it. I just don't understand In it. In the moment, I would have been, if I was a Kentucky fan, would have been well, furious that he today, was out there. Today, he might have got a 10-game suspension. They would have reviewed it. They would have thrown his ass out, <laughs> yeah. and they would have kicked him out of NCAA basketball That's forever. It, forever. Forever. But there was no replay. Yeah. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't, they just had to go off they their eyes. A te- Maybe they gave a technical. They gave a technical. Yeah. So somebody saw it. What, I, what the, the part about the technical that I love is that classic Christian Leitner, he goes straight up to the line, nobody else there, because he had gotten fouled, strains. Drains too. <laughs> leaves, leaves that like second just, one hanging for a leaves minute. Leaves it today. hanging up there like, you guys And then Richie Farmer comes down and, and only makes one Rick's or two. Going. Like, they, they end up winning the, the exchange um, on that. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's Leitner, such a Leitner moment. He, he's he is is he he is the greatest college player that I ever seen that I've ever saw that Probably. I ever watched in in our yeah. era. Yeah, I, I honestly think that in a in a live setting. the dude playing four four straight Final Fours. Well, he passes he 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 gets the record for most points in a, the NCAA tournament in this game. So passes Elvin Hayes, I think. Yeah. So he he's definitely and he surprised me because he looked better than even i i remember like he just is very he's got everything that you'd want in a college i mean it's so four four final fours and three straight national championship games yep two two of which they win the one that they get blown out by vegas yep wild and wild that's insane and he looks he looks smooth out there he and the other guy that 610 right yeah the other guy that jumped out to me was grant hill i mean he looked Grant Hill's always going to jump out. I know, but I mean, he Grant was, Hill is on the cusp for, of this podcast of Steve Alford uh, and Ray Allen. I know. He's right there. Lore. He's like right Grant, there. I, I could work Grant Hill into every single podcast. <laughs> I love well, that man. The the thing that jumped out to me though is that he's hand he's sophomore. He's bringing the ball up a lot against the Kentucky pressure because they got to Hurley a little bit, and then they start they went to this like weird where they were face guarding Hurley. And so they wouldn't even let him get the ball. Can I tell you how much I love that they went man press that you never see anymore and then fell back into a 2-3 and just <laughs> packed it in? Packed it in. I loved it. Yeah. Why does nobody press anymore? I don't know. I don't get it. I think it's that same that same mentality. It's just that if you're – the guys that the guys that come in, they don't necessarily come in to showcase that because it does take away from your offensive game. If you're going to play defense like that, you you can't it, like I wonder if it's because we shoot more threes now because then they're look they're hunting you know low post scores layups off the turnovers if you're shooting threes and you're pressing like that it, you got to I mean you got to be in some unbelievable shape yeah, but you're you, can, le- you got no legs you can recruit to that you can do that you can condition to that it, I mean yeah, it, maybe it can maybe work. I'm thinking about myself yeah well not <laughs> us I, I don't ever speak of us but the press was awesome um because duke breaks it a couple times like break it one time yep. and take two dribbles and they get an and one on the other end Definitely. but that press wears on you. that's what people don't understand the press just wears on you and yeah. wears on you and wears on you and wears on you. And then that's when you they start never, to see the benefit of never, it. They never – like, I honestly, at the end of the game, was, was at, like, ready to talk to the TV like it was a live game. Like, why are you still pressing? Like, it was, like, tied at that point. It seemed crazy to – like that's their identity, Why aren't man. you dropping back into the zone and just, like, eating it's, clock? Like, they not, were even up at one point. They were pressing and fouling still. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, here's the thing. 
if it's not a 40, how effective is that press if it's a 35 second shot clock and not a 45 second shot clock? Probably. Because it's a 45 second shot clock. I mean, I would think game. more, right? 100%. You got almost no time now. Eight sec. Now you're down to 27 seconds. Duke moves the ball around a lot. A on lot. The, now they'll be different too because if they're used to a 35 second shot clock, that speeds the game up. More yeah. possessions, that stuff. But I did. I caught a glimpse of the shot clock at one point, and it was 45 seconds. And I'd kind of forgotten right. when it was 45 seconds. Well, they because they take it down and they'll they'll break the press sometimes. You'll think like, oh, they got to go, and then they'll bring it out to- totally set up. Thirty-five the more passes dribble, before, yeah, yeah, dribble it for five seconds, set everything up, and like it, like the press never happened. All the cutting <laughs> and spacing and stuff—that's just like that's my thing. Yeah, man. the 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 last the last thing too that that stood out was just the way that the game ended. Then with the coaches didn't really. I'm so conditioned now at the end of the game that after every possession make or miss there's going to be some kind of timeout they didn't really do that they just kind of especially in the overtime i'm thinking they, they just kind of played and there was like i think one maybe one timeout or at the very last sequence obviously they had to but before that you're just so used to so many more breaks in the action or timeouts and i, I do miss that or breaks for replay i i i the replays have destroyed end of games i'm i'm, I'm really like i, I want all fans to be on the bandwagon to be hard out on replay. I know it stinks when they get a call wrong, but it is just way worse killing like the momentum and the energy of this game is See, I so love it. Wor- is so worth it to not have a replay. I love it for college football. I'd like I I'd love it for that because the football stuff is just so But you stand around so much in football anyway. Exactly. So it, it's it a completely different completely different thing. Yeah. It just it feels like it's just more seamless than that. Because there's no flow. In basketball, no flow, you can have forty seven replays in the last minute forty three of a game. Exactly. And it, it just kills the flow. Kills it. Just kills it. And and then, I think it happens more in the NBA game than it does in the college it game. It does. Though. And it doesn't the thing is too, I don't understand why it takes so long. Well, I'm mean, I am i am watching the same replay at home most of the time. Like, what are they looking at that it's taken this long to figure it out? Like just pick pick one. Like it doesn't matter. It us doesn't matter. Sitting at home and just call it. Yeah, yeah, you could have nope. me tweet it in. Wrong. Right. Good. <laughs> yep. One forty three on the clock. <laughs> let's get it going, guys. Like, let's make this happen. Or yeah. just or just get rid of it. Cause I, I don't I it get, just gives us something to talk about, right? When the refs are wrong and sometimes they'll still be wrong and it doesn't even or it's like those weird situations too where it's like, oh, they can't review this part of the, yeah. the, this specific thing. Like if we're doing a replay, like let's All decide it's it like they can decide if it's out of bounds on the guy, but they can't decide if it's a foul. But what happens is that the guy got fouled and yeah. what did go out of bounds on him, but well, they he can't call the foul him on in the eye on purpose. Yeah, but that's not exactly. what we can re- replay. We can't on. review that. Like, what's the point? I thought the game was better. I thought the crowd was better because of no cell phones. Oh man, that's not bad. So I mean, you're watching. It was cool because when Leitner takes that shot, you don't see a gazillion flashes go off yeah. and everybody just trying to capture Grant Hill, throwing the ball in with her thing or <laughs> with their back to it, getting a selfie before he <laughs> makes the pass or shot. I hate that shit, man. I hate all that Would stuff. Would that have been you? Absolutely not. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a okay, memory good. maker. Good. So, like, I want to see it with my own eyes, and then I just want to tell you, like, hey, I was next to Tiger Woods when he hit that par five at the masters you know second shot par five and you're like oh cool you got would you ever say to anybody like oh cool you have video of him doing that no never watch tv i know it's such an old it's all on tv 
Barnett, such an old man on the porch thing, but I agree with you. There's a kid, a kid segue. There's a kid at, at, um, we did outdoor recess, which you'll appreciate. Oh, I loved uh, that. <laughs> hey, that's the main thing I miss about being a teacher, man. I loved outdoor recess so, duty. So I'm doing it today and it's beautiful outside today, right? There's a kid that it is pretty and, and the kid wants to take a picture they're like i wish i had my phone so i could take a picture right now i'm like what do you mean we're outside like this is it it's a, you don't need a picture just you don't be, need it just be here like it's okay i was just watching uh the u.s open and these people had a uh P- patino here's a here's a segue patino had that house on the course oh, during yeah. the u.s open but yep. um it wasn't his house another house and i assume these people waited and watched golfers for six hours before tiger came through and so he's up on the tee box about to hit his tee shot. And this lady has her back to him and has her phone out. So she's getting a picture of her smiling with Tiger in the back. Instead of watching Tiger Woods hit a driver at a U.S. Open at Oakmont in your backyard. Wouldn't no you just want that memory more so than the picture? I do. Yeah. I but just don't I, but get that but shit. You, can, yeah, you just lose, you can lose perspective because it feels so, it feels more meaningful sometimes to ha- to be able to share it with who, whoever. I guess sometimes Look, it depends if you on who's live, there. If you, you live on Oakmont and you told people like, hey, I was, I got to watch Tiger. Who's not going to believe you? Your house is on the course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it, man. That, that's the other thing. I we just got a Jordan the Jordan free throw line poster down here for Bravogo uh to go above his desk and he's jumping from the free throw line yeah. and not a single Everybody cell phone. Everybody's just it. watching it. Yeah. How much better is that? Well, it's great because that picture was there. But thank God someone took that picture. Well, yeah, they're paid for it. <laughs> like professional I know. Photographers. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, EJ. Big big picture context. Uh, how much do you think that this game uh, defined what we now think of as March Madness? Uh, I think it. I don't know if it def- it doesn't define it. Like, do you think that this set the stage for how? Because now March Madness it is like it feels like the the thing that everyone watches for is the you know it's like the Super Bowl. People there watch were, for the commercials. Were. Like, people do. Did this help? Like, people focus in on those buzzer beaters. I I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. There's buzzer beaters before that that were equally as important, more important. National championship buzzer beaters. Okay. Eighty two Jordan, eighty seven Key Smart, and probably more that I forgot. Plus Bird Magic. Did did people start guarding the inbounds pass after this? <laughs> probably so because now you see like they got the tallest man off the bench <laughs> to guard the inbounder. That's did, probably a direct work. result. It didn't work either. Do you see Taco Fall? Uh, Kyle Lowry throw it over Taco Fall the OG. No. Oh man, you should watch. You should watch that replay. It's unbelievable. You got this seven set. He's got his arms up. He just lobs it right over OG yeah. with point five seconds left. Hits it. Oh, on that on the inbounds. On the they inbounds. had taco. I didn't know they had taco garden. They had taco inbound. on That's it. That's hilarious. Yeah, they hilarious. should have had taco garden OG. <laughs> I know. No kidding. Shoot it over. <laughs> no kidding. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question though. I don't know. Do you think that this changes how coach change how coaches approach the end of the game? Do you think like the way that these guys managed it is still the norm or? Did did they do coaches watch games like this and are like, look, I need to call more timeouts and control try to control it more because it seemed more frenetic, the the overtime and the end of this game than I than I think of games today. Meyer, you walked in here and you saw that I <laughs> cut the tape off when you, I was watching it as you came down here to do this and You've you saw the time on the clock. <laughs> seen it I have not seen anything from five minutes to the end of regulation on. <laughs> 
So I don't know. Let me ask you. Do okay. you think that this Thank has changed? You. This is what I actually wanted. <laughs> you can ask yourself questions. <laughs> Just lead into it. I talk about shit that I want to talk about all the time. It has nothing to do with the question. So you answer your own question. Yes. That's it. I disagree. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I just I, I do think that there the the st- that this kind of this type of game specifically raised the stakes of college basketball. It feels like this is a turning point. Even though you're right, I think there were games before this, but this is another like inflection point. Like Bird and Magic is an inflection point in college basketball history. That you know maybe the Jordan game, some of the Georgetown teams, but this is definitely like a this this Duke team feels like a turning point in college basketball, especially the the tournament where each game seems like more of an in a, an event, and even like winning a regional final. Like I I don't remember I don't know if you know the, the teams before that seem to be more remembered by the the national champions rather than an east regional final you know it yeah, seemed well, like it's, it seemed it's like, widely regarded as the greatest game of all time right and I it's mean, not so. and it's for just going to the you know the final four not even the final four so i think mm-hmm. that it, that i think that maybe that that changes and i think that the stakes of these games change the way coaches approach them they, they have to right there's just more mo- we talked about this before there's more money involved yeah like you want to look like you're putting or at least i would i would want to look like i'm putting my stamp on the game micromanage it yeah because i just if i don't the coach who's it fall on it ends up falling on the coach like why didn't you put the guy on the inbound or like i don't know like i just didn't think they were going to be able to throw it 90 well, I think feet. It's, I think it's Pelfrey just stops moving. He does. I think he, he just, just thought it was over. And and Leitner to have the conscious to grab, catch the ball, fake turn right, one, dri- or one dribble, turn left over his left shoulder. Yep. And some of the Kentucky guys are just kind of standing there. Like, it's almost like they thought in two seconds – you had to just catch and wildly fire it up there. Yeah. You can do a lot of shit in two seconds. Yeah. Well, Mashburn had just fouled out too, so that's a that's a because he was guarding Leitner, so that that's a that's a moment. And the it's, whistle the whistle was a little suspect all game little, too. Little suspect. <laughs> there's some ticky tack shit out there. There's a lot of fouls on Kentucky. And then again, you know where I stand on the Duke IU game yeah. that following week. <laughs> Come on now. There's a there's a stat where they flash up and uh, there, there's like Kentucky players in foul trouble. Four, 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 none, four. None. <laughs> none, none. I loved it. Cracked up. I almost screenshot ex- it. Then explain it. They're I like, was cracking up. Like well. Yeah, they, they felt bad they about do it. They have some fouls. Well, just put the guys with three up there <laughs> know, then instead of saying none. That was funny. None. I did. I actually laughed out loud when that popped up. Yeah. But that, I mean, that, and that's where some of that narrative of Duke gets all the calls comes For from. Sure. So, and I'm not a big believer in any of that stuff, but I can also watch a game and so, say, like, from game to game. They got fucked. Hilarious. They got fucked. Hilarious. Yeah, it, 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 that, it definitely happens. Uh, there were a couple other things about that last shot that were pretty interesting. So Coach K in the in the huddle tells that he goes he goes up to Grant Hill and asks him if he can, can, he make, make, the can pass. make the pass. I think that's pretty cool that he's that he is, again, kind of like your dad saying, like he thinks they're going to win still. Well, and, and Supposedly when they came back, he looked everybody in the eyes and said, we will win this game. Yep. We will win well, this game. Well, they come in with slumped shoulders, so you can tell. Yeah. You can tell he, ne- he needed to do that. Yep. And, and they, they he was saying, already. like, if whether I really believed it or not didn't matter. I yeah. needed to make them believe. Yep. You know, like, Coach K, you can say anything you want about Coach K and be fans of whoever, but uh, the dude's a military mind. Yep. And uh, he understands there's some, sending the troops in. Yeah, he's got some really interesting, good books on business and just life, coaching, teaching. I used to read his book 
leading with the heart, I think. Yeah. Is what it's called. I used to read it before every it's, year that we would go back and teach. Good. And I would apply it to just teaching. Mm-hmm. It's just managing egos and, you know, all the stuff we dealt with in the class. Leitner, did you hear did you hear what Leitner's response if was? If Grant can make the pass, I'll yeah. catch it. <laughs> then I'll do so, I'll do that. something with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And he told he tells himself then he exactly what you said. I've got I've got two point one yep, seconds. Slow he, down. he so the opposite of maybe what the Kentucky guys were thinking. They're like, oh, he's got to just jack up a shot. He's telling himself, I've got time to make a move, take a good take a good shot. Because whoever it is, there maybe it's Pelfrey on the backside, but they they dealt in Fieldhouse on the other. What the the guy on Leitner's left just quit. I mean, yep. he quits playing he does. completely. He I can't remember. It's that's, over. That's either that's Fieldhouse or, or Pelfrey. I can't remember yeah. which. But if he just takes one step up, even if he quits playing and doesn't raise a hand, when Leitner turns, he is literally right, right in his face. Yeah. And how long does that kid live with that and seeing day. that over and over <laughs> and over day. on the video? Yeah. And he's not the only one on the team that quit. Like the Duke players weren't moving nah. shit either. I mean, you know what I mean. Like yeah. everybody was just like, okay, here it is. You know, I saw they did a they did a recreation of it at uh, what was it like the oh the Legends game at Duke. So Grant Hill, everybody's there. Grant Hill, Leitner's there, and they do like it's in, packed. So it's at Cameron Indoor packed house hit the scoreboard and they and then no he hits it and they grant hill nails it leitner does the turnaround and and swooshes it first try after coach k had told like the whole story about how it was all set up and razzed all of them like like oh they didn't actually say that you know he kind of he kind of calls out the like legendary stuff that they said in the moment supposedly they played it like florida state and they had a similar thing they were running the same play and and grant hill hits the rafters in the gym like (laughs) throws up or hits the like scoreboard or whatever and so it's just a turnover Yeah. Um, and I think I've heard him talk about it where he was like, I was just looking at the height of it because I remember throwing it. <laughs> yeah, he, and, ra- and he razzes uh, Grant Hill about his shooting. He's like, you wonder why I had you throw the inbounds pass. It was actually because I didn't trust you to shoot it or something like that. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. And Hill's and then, in the NBA then, at this yeah. point. You know, so it's just funny that he can – And Grant still Hill's got looking that at Coach K like I'm, I'm single-handedly the best player like, you've ever coached please, in your entire Coach, life. <laughs> exactly. Please, Coach K. That's oh, funny. Man, it is. All right, I got a couple. I got oh, a couple. hold on. Okay. Is is Grant Hill the greatest that Coach K ever coached? I, I don't think so. It's, I don't think it's a good question. It's not even a question, yeah. is it? That's I, crazy, though, because, yeah. I mean, Duke's had All-American after All-American. And he should have been one picks. of the best players in NBA history. I feel if so he had, bad If for he him. hadn't got de- derailed by injuries, I don't think it, I don't think there's any question. Like, he is he was unbelievable. He was like a blend of Jordan and Pippen. He yeah. was somewhere in that, that mold. He, you know what I mean? It was, he, he, he was just, awesome. He was awesome. Just and the, again, the right mentality too. And he was still awesome. Even after the injuries, like he still came back in Phoenix and was a good, great role player. That's right. That's even, right. even after all the, the nonsense in Orlando where his ankles were just ruined, you know? So he figured it out. T Mac was an afterthought in that trade. Yeah. It mean, was just like a tack on. Imagine that would have been a cool duo. Is T Mac T Mac? If probably not, but he might he might have been a maybe nice, somewhere else. He might have been a nice Pippin though to to you know Grant Hills Jordan. So God, I would have been I would have been okay with that. Incredible. Yeah, he would have been. He would have been. I'll tell you what, to have him as a second fiddle would have been a nice luxury. <laughs> no doubt, it's interesting. <laughs> All right, so I got a I got a couple more fun one here. Would this game have been better with Bill Walton on the telecast? No. Bill Walton, 92 and 92. Because if you listen to Bill Walton in, like, mid-90s NBA Finals, he's not that bad. Yeah. He, he, is, he, he toes the line. So, so you don't think he goes over the top he's enough? Not, you know, like, if you put 2020 
Bill Walton back you, in 92, <laughs> he, you, he, he, may, he may ruin the game. <laughs> and you know I love Bill Walton. I'll watch any game that he I plays. I think that's the thing, right? But like, can, he, He's got that like crossover zone where he might take away I from I need them. Bill Walton on late night Pac-12 games okay. that I don't give a shit <laughs> yeah. about. You know, I like to watch them, and I love well, I the just teams. Wondered, but I they don't to, they don't have real like meaning, and you know that historically they're not going to have so you want, you a want place like, in time. You want like Gus Johnson and Bill or Billy Packer on Billy this Packer. Game. Yeah. I'm a big Billy Packer okay. guy. Okay, all right, we'll have, to, we'll have to revise that question and give like a three a three way uh, three way question on it instead of just asking Bill. Walton. You know who I also don't want on the telecast is Grant Hill. I do not think he's very good. No, nah, he's just real. He's dry. Some of these guys try to be too dry. He could have been maybe. I don't even know if he could be a, the the play by play. CBS guy. might not be the right network for him. Yeah, maybe get him on ESPN. He yeah. might loosen up a little bit. He needs. A, he needs. To, you got to get him away from Jim Nance. To, he needs to bring more energy to it. Like That's he's, it. he's but too, you can't too with Nance straight. there because Nance is just like the Masters. He's like bringing the Masters to the <laughs> the March Madness. <laughs> the Masters. <laughs> hey, because they're so and close now, together. Now, <laughs> yeah, he's he steps the line. You got, your, ma- you got your master's hat on right now, I too. Know I, know I know it. I know it. What else, man? What you got? Anything else? No, sir. All right. Well, I, lo- I love this one. We're gonna get we're gonna get back to it. Let's do what's uh what's an, what's our next one gonna be? I'm gonna put you on the spot here. What's gonna, our next uh uh classic gonna be? No clue. Be no sure clue. to tune in. <laughs> that means I get to pick it again. You can pick it. So man, I'm gonna, 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 gonna pick an all timer again. Or maybe let, let's do. We're doing a Chris Jackson. I'm gonna pick a Chris Jackson. Oh, we we just did LSU. 50 point I'm, I'm picking it. Okay. Memphis State, Cincy. Oh, okay. Let's no, finish no, no. these. No, no, no. Okay, you want to finish them? Let's finish these. Memphis State, Cincy. All right, Memphis State. If we Cincy. can find it, I we're think the last time I tried to find, it, I could not find it. We'll try and uh, we'll find. So it. if we don't find it, then we'll go Cincinnati Fab Five Final Four game okay. ninety two. I could do that too. Because I want to do. I want to do a Cincy game. I, I need to see Nick Van Axel. Nick the Quick. Yeah. And, yeah. and there was a lot of shit talked in that Cincinnati sure. Fab Five game. Should be. And I want to see Penny, Memphis State, Penny okay. too. All right. Even yeah. though they, I think they get blown out in that game, but we're still going to do it. Don't bitch out on the score again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're out of here. Thank you for listening to the 199 podcast with HBS, the high volume shooters. For more information, check out the blog at 199.com under HBS. And while you're there, do yourself a favor and pick up some retro college shorts.